I'll just abruptly cut that music. How is everybody doing? <laughs> Fuck you guys. Yeah. Suddenly sound. Suddenly sound. <laughs> well, I mean, it suddenly went from music to faded down music to no music and me going, well, fuck. Well, this is a thing. <laughs> so how Hi is guys. it? Uh, I'm good. How are yeah, you? I'm I'm all right. I'm, I'm doing as best as I can. I'm going to fucking adjust my goddamn cam again because... Because, fuck you, that's why. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I'm like, oh, it's it's set, I should be good, and now I'm just like, I'm not happy with it now that we've started recording. <laughs> if you hear any weird noises that sounds like I'm going through dice, it's because I am going through dice? Because you're going through dice. I'm going through dice, and I will regale you guys with that story when we get to that part of the uh, of the uh, cast. Yep. But yeah, I'm going through a fuck ton of dice because why right, not? So that's that's okay. Cool. Uh, but anyway, guys, uh, welcome to another gimmick bag. It's been Woo! like a, month. Been a couple of weeks. It's been a while, and I don't even know what number we're on. When was the last cast? It's uh, we didn't do it last week. I don't think we did it the week before because you're gonna like smoke. Go off. We are, we are um, on. Well, I know what number we're on, but I our last uh, episode was. Uh, it was something. <laughs> August sixteenth. Sweet <laughs> Jesus, it's been a while. It's been about a month. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for hanging out and waiting for us to return. Yeah, and welcome to episode forty. Woo! Yeah, so um, a lot of things have happened. A lot of yes. cool things, a lot of awesome things. Before we get started, though, uh, if you do enjoy... Yeah, let's get the sponsors out of the way. <laughs> um, but before we get to the sponsors, if you guys do appreciate what we do here on the Precipice Podcast Network, whether it's Gimmick Bag or Pod Errors, you can support us on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Podcast. Uh, any little bit helps. There is tiers that you can get as well that have physical shit. There's that. Yay. Uh, another big thing, and this affects everybody on the network, <gasps> is the new merch, merch shop. Um, there's a link in the show notes for it, but it's a uh, teespring uh, teespring jesus christ i do that every goddamn time i go <laughs> T- damn it todd tpublic.com slash user slash the precipice and there you can pick up the precipice podcast merch you can pick up my personal merch you can pick up mori merch Woo! i have merch now yay thank you you can pick up thrabalan merch or dorky ray merch you guys can get that there now, and that is a thing. The cool thing about it is yep. the um, the arrangement that I've reached, Mori, Ray, and Ballin, is if any of you guys buy any of their stuff, they buy a t-shirt, like a, the uh, the new uh, Tea Time t-shirt, which looks <laughs> the new T-shirt, the new T-shirt, yeah, which looks <laughs> fantastic, by the way. Yes, it does. You did a fucking amazing job. I try. Um, <laughs> but if you pick that one up, um, 
the commission that goes from the sale of it, I will then be giving to Mori. So there's that. It's a, it's a great way to do it. It's a great way for, for us to support each other and mm-hmm. also for us to... Because, I mean, like our communities are pretty similar in a sense so yeah they are no so now i just need to make like a ms paint thing for you to put put on a t-shirt and we're good because <laughs> i think that's about the only artistic skill i have it would still be better than wwe merch yeah true shots fired <laughs> but anyway um so yeah you can pick up the shirts there now which is really cool um the mori shirt the 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 new tea time shirt, the new tea time tea. Um, and of course, you can get it on a phone case. You can buy stickers, which is cool on that. Like any of the stuff, you can buy stickers. I want all of the stickers. You want all of the stickers, yeah. I want all of the stickers. Uh, but yeah, we got uh, stickers, we have shirts, we have hoodies, uh, baby onesies. You can put Todd on a baby. Wait, don't do that. No. <laughs> Let's not do that. Let's you never put, say that we did that. You could put hashtag blame Todd on a child. You, yes, that's, that's what I was alluding to. You could put hashtag blame Todd on your baby. Yep. That is totally what I meant. Please yep. believe me. Yep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's like a whole bunch of different um, designs and stuff. But yeah, t-shirts, yeah. Uh, um, adult tees, and... Um, hoodies and sweatshirts and all that other stuff. Kids, tees, sweatshirts, tank tops, onesies, um, cell phone cases. Yes. Um, uh, laptop bags. Well, laptop cases. Uh, I'm not sure about those personally, but whatever. Um, stickers. Mugs. What is it? We got mugs. We got some of the items... Uh, have tapestries you can get. I did see some of the wall art and oh and, my god, and posters and prints yep. and stuff like that. It's pretty yep. fucking amazing. So yeah, that's that is indeed a thing that can now be done, and I'm very th- and uh, big shout out to Senea for mentioning T Public and having and then me looking into it. So because <laughs> thank you, Senea. Because Senea's uh, um doing starting her own shop uh, oh which is really ooh, cool. sweet so, she, so she's been doing like a lot of um <clears throat> doing the whole like let's just get designs done and then i'll get them uploaded and then launch that kind of thing. so um and i'm actually really i'm i'm really happy to see that because the funniest thing about it is you'd think somebody like a Senea would have a shop already. I know, what the hell? Meanwhile, Scrubby Todd's over here shilling his shirts, just yep. <laughs> doing his thing. Um, but anyway, let's get to our sponsors. Uh, we have Loot Crate. Loot Crate is an amazing service, best in geek and gaming gear. From collectibles, apparel, tech gadgets, art, and other epic gear, it's like Comic-Con in a box. You can... Um, Go into the show notes. There is a link. You can start your subscription there. You can cancel at any time. Any of those, anybody that does sign up um, for it using that link does help the network, not just the show. 
Um, also, if you are like me and vape, uh, I have two really good uh, sites that sponsor us. We have breezy.com. Use promo code VAPEFAM to save 10% off your first purchase. They sell juice. They sell gear. It's really cool. Uh, there's a link in the description um, to take you right to their page. Um, also, we have Vape Vigilante. Um, save 20% off your first purchase with the promo code SAVE20P. Link in the show notes. If you like um, high-end uh, high collectible products, I'm talking statues and things, Sideshow Collectibles is an amazing place to get them. Uh, there is a link in the description. Check out their stuff. They offer payment plans on a lot of their stuff. A lot of their stuff is limited run, so that's actually really cool. And it wouldn't be Gimmick Bag without us bringing up food at some point. So. Of course! So good old Gary Poppins, Gourmet Small Batch Popcorn. Save 15% off your first order with promo code 15OFF. Use the link in the show notes. They're fantastic. They are amazing. And you guys really, if you like popcorn or just specialty popcorn, huh? specialty popcorn or specialty popcorn. Yeah, I was going to say, or just something to snack on. Gary Poppins is hands down an amazing way to go. So that's also an amazing name. Gary Poppins. It's get a date. Yeah. Me and Ballin were talking about this, and we said Gary Poppins should get Michael Rooker to dress up as Yondu <laughs> and do a commercial for Gary oh, Poppins. Oh, God, yes. Oh, God, and yes. And he just walks out, and he's just like, I'm Gary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> just... <laughs> Boom. <sighs> that just prints money. Yes. I love it. But yeah, so... Um, but yeah, so we've had some interesting time off. Um, yes. It's been weird not doing the Wednesday cast. Yeah. Which has been really... Like, last week I understood, because that's like... You had something huge happening the next couple days, and you needed yes. the time, and that is understandable. Yes. Um, and I mean, it's just like... We watched um, a pay-per-view, and we're like, oh, we'll talk about the pay-per-view. Like, mm -hmm. And then the show never happened. And then the week after that, the show never happened. And then it was like, oh, well, now it's PAX. Yep. <laughs> so we're probably not going to talk about that that uh, show, because I would honestly rate that show minus five stars. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Um, yeah. But there, but there was another show that happened just this past weekend, which was actually pretty good so mm -hmm. um we'll get to that when we get to the wrestling stuff on on the show but thankfully um we had uh you know i spent my time working on all these different projects top game new designs for uh for merch and other stuff because that's what i do and playing tons mm -hmm. of yakuza zero because mm -hmm. That game is so fun. It's yeah, so it looks fun. amazing. Um, but while I was being unproductive, <laughs> doing all these little projects and playing Akaza, <laughs> um, 
Ori. Yes. Went to PAX West. Yes, I did. So how was PAX West? Uh, it was good. It was very busy. Um, we got into Seattle Thursday evening. Mm-hmm. Um, met up with uh, uh, Giant and Zonky. Uh, Giant is another Twitch streamer friend of ours from, well, Giant and Zonky are they're from Canada. <laughs> they drove like 11 hours to get to Seattle from where they were. Props to them because <laughs> holy shit. Yeah. I mean, um, big ups to them. I mean, uh, 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 Giant and Zonky are amazing mm-hmm. people. Yes. And it's, it's great that you were able to kind of, you know, not only hang out with them, but like spend mm-hmm. the convention with them. So. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, uh, the guys from stackup.org were there, so I got to see them again, which was also so very exciting. I love seeing their faces and spending time with them. I'll get more on that later. I'll tell you more about that later. More on that later. Um, more on that later. Um, I had a couple friends who were enforcers this year, so I got to spend some time with them. Cool, cool. Which is always more, and like, real-life friends. Not like, well, not saying that internet friends are bad. Internet friends are fantastic. The internet friends are actually are some you of like you know, the best friends. Real friend? Oh my god, Todd. <laughs> Don't make me fly over to you and like, you know, stab you and then hug you and then heal your wounds. And then <laughs> and then go out to that all you can eat barbecue. Oh heck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> but, Sweet um, tea for days. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I got to see some friends I hadn't seen um in quite a while. I got to see Greats on the last day at kind of the last minute before we left. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was good to see him. Got to see Idani. Got to meet uh, ESP for him, uh, who is a one of the Warframe uh, partner streamers. Ah, <laughs> I moved my mic stand and now I just whacked it. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't hear a mic bump because I think you have fantastic. The, I think you have the shock mount, right? I do. That's why you didn't. I didn't hear it. Magic. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like if I were to just go and say, well, whoa, this is the way it actually is, and then just hit mine. Yeah. Like, you would be like, everybody would be like, motherfucker. Let's compare! Thwack! But <laughs> compare um, I got these. to... <laughs> I got to uh, hang out with uh, Cuddles and Cuddle Wife, um, mm-hmm. who Cuddles is, an, is a partner streamer and also is like one of the stackup.org higher-ups. Mm-hmm. Um, I also got to meet Dad, like Daniel's demon briefly because like everybody and their mother fucking knows cuddles. Like anybody who's anybody knows cuddles. I just so if <laughs> just for those watching the video version, I just clicked another thing on Discord. Uh huh. And so they saw like part of a chat. <laughs> just... Whoopsies. <laughs> it happens. Oh well. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. It's it's a thing that ha- it, I. I'm usually really good about it, but like mm-hmm. something lit up with a thing, and I'm just gonna mm-hmm. use my fucking phone now to do that. Yeah, <laughs> because it annoys yeah. the hell out of me when I see uh, when you have like a notification. Yes, like... yes. Oh god, you would hate to see my Discord. <laughs> Anyways, well, what I usually do is I'll right click and then just mm-hmm. mark as red. <laughs> so... Right, right. <laughs> so for but me, yeah, I got to. I, I got to meet a lot of people. I got to see a lot of faces that I dearly missed, and I cannot wait to be able to see them again, whenever the fuck that'll be. But it was a good con. I actually took, I actually went to panels this year, as opposed to last year. Very cool. 
I actually I tried to do about a panel a day. Nice. Um, Saturday was kind of a bit of a wash because I woke up uh, with a headache and was like nauseated like all day. And I woke up at like two in the morning and vomited, which made me feel immensely better instantly. It's fantastic how that happens. But anyways, um, let's see here. Friday, I went to the hospital gaming specialist is a thing and you should apply panel. Um, which basically talked about using games as a way to kind of distract kids that are in the hospital from, you know, surgeries that they have to do or anything that they might be anxious about, you know, and it, it really is an amazing thing. And I hope to see it kind of be grasped more broadly around hospitals, basically nationwide. Mm -hmm. And so that is really exciting. Uh, Let's see here. Saturday was building your streaming community, which was put on by Mixer people, <laughs> of all people. Like, nobody from Twitch. People who were from Twitch but hopped over to Mixer. Well, I mean, the thing is, the people <sighs> that left Twitch to go to Mixer, they're the ones mm-hmm. that had to build. Because I, this is no dig on Mixer. No, at not at all. They are a smaller platform. Yes. It's harder for you to, well, it's, it's hard for you to be seen on Twitch first right i mean right but um which i'll get into that a little bit later but um Mm -hmm. also the uh it just the the community itself is a lot smaller on yes um, on mixer and mixer is a a great service i've dabbled in it jess Mm -hmm. dabbles in it we know a lot Mm -hmm. of people that dabble in it and personally Mm -hmm. i think that it's if if there was a way for me to for me personally to bring my community from Twitch to Mixer, mm-hmm. like the whole community, I would. Right, right. But I'm at that point where it's like, well, I'm not gonna go and just say, well, you guys enjoyed me on Twitch, you can fuck right off. I'm gonna be on Mixer now. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the problem. But yeah, them putting on like how to grow your. And I, and that's it did have some good points it really did it's one of those things though it's so situational when it comes to when it comes to growing your channel um Mm -hmm. regardless if it's a twitch channel a youtube channel a mixer channel whatever you have to figure out what works for you yes that's the biggest tip i can give like don't don't be don't pretend to be somebody else Mm-hmm. be yourself yes and like use social media let people know that's all yep. i can recommend mm-hmm. that kind of more or less was the panel in a nutshell i'm Are not you gonna fucking, fucking kidding look. Look at that. i am not fucking kidding you look at that you... we should put on a panel somewhere <laughs> yeah we should so you want to be but... a, you want to be a uh, internet personality be yourself mm-hmm don't be somebody else. Mm-hmm. Use social media. Yep. Some people may like your content. Some people may not. If you're on YouTube, I'm sorry for all the toxic comments you're going to get. <laughs> yeah, that essentially was like the TLDR, uh, essentially. Like, there were other points in there. I can't remember them right now, but that was kind of the long and the short. I, 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 I know. how I just summed up an entire panel, which was probably And you like, didn't even go. Which was like a, probably like an hour panel. Uh, yes, it was. 
Okay, so it was it, an it hour was of hour. them basically giving you what I just gave you in 10 seconds. Pretty much. <laughs> and um, I didn't even go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sunday, I went to the afternoon tea and in-depth look at tea and video games. Okay. Um, which kind of sort of uh, went over the, the history of tea a little bit, you know, um, how everyone's, you know, tea palette is different, what one person likes, another person won't like, you know. Mm. There's no shame in using tea bags, which honestly there isn't. I'm just, I've just kind of become a little bit more of a tea snob over time, and I prefer loose leaf tea myself. You are a bit more refined in the way that you partake. That's, that's actually a better way to put it, thank you. Than tea snob, because tea snob just makes yeah. it sound like, oh. Fuck your tea, it's terrible. Yeah, it, this is, this is dog Never shit. drink like, that with, like, toilet water. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't, no. I wouldn't um, bathe a dog in that. <laughs> like if it comes um, down to it you'll have you'll use tea bags but yeah you prefer- there's no shame in it there's absolutely no shame in preferred it. method my preferred method is loose leaf exactly yes. exactly there are some pretty good tea bags out there though mm-hmm. um not gonna lie um, can we say tea bags a few more times because i just <laughs> i'm trying not to laugh i know <laughs> um they kind of gave like you know like uh tea that they like you know like drinking that is kind of a bit off the beaten path Mm -hmm. like uh, one of the guys there um you know one of his like kind of uh uh, i suppose uh, not really guilty pleasure teas but like one of his like secrets was having a roasted herba mate with like sugar and milk and you do not put milk in herba mate like at all like not even sugar even sometimes i don't think but and it's supposed to taste like pancakes. So I have to find like a roasted mate and try that. And then, <laughs> Cuz it sounds goddamn and, delightful. And then yell at him on the internet when it doesn't taste good. I know. <laughs> it's your uh, fault. You You lied to me. I thought Fantasy. it was going to be delicious. It was terrible. Um Um yeah, it's that's... like they also covered like this tea ceremony that was in one of the um fuck what was one of the games? Uh what is the gaming franchise that Sub Zero and Scorpion are in? Because I can't fucking remember. Mortal Kombat. Thank you, both of you. <laughs> this, this, I, I have no geek cred. I should just walk away in shame right now. But like, one of the games had like a tea ceremony between Sub Zero and Scorpion, and like the game devs did not need to put that in at all. And like they, it was really well done. That's like the only like gaming thing that they could <laughs> really throw in there, we're, and then it turned into. We're gonna talk all about tea and gaming and. Sub Zero and Scorpion sharing tea. That was exactly panels done, guys. <laughs> Have fun. But they kind of like you know went over the history of you know like that specific type of tea ceremony, how it was supposed to symbolize like you know harmony and you know stuff like that. I I I'm just like kind of flying by the seat of my pants right now, so I'm a little bit. Words are hard. Discombobulated. Are hard. Gotcha. Yes, very discombobulated. Like, all in all, it was a good panel. It's just kind of not what I was expecting. I was expecting more... Um, honestly, I don't know what. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, and, and I This is the type of game you're going to play. This is the type of tea you should probably have, and they didn't really delve into that too much, except for, like, five minutes, of, or five seconds of chaos, rather. Yeah. <laughs> it was still a good panel, though. I'm still glad I won. Because there were a lot of tea enthusiasts that I didn't know existed. Holy shit. 
Um, well, if we if we get our fifth sponsor, that that may be something we end up talking about more. Yes. <laughs> and Monday is honestly, I I I this was like my two panel day, which it was you mm -hmm. know, I know it was so Mo amazing. The last day of PAX is usually the wind down day anyway. Yeah, it so. is. But the panels I went to is the uh, Am I Playing a Role Identity Exploration and RPGs, which was a tremendous panel. Absolutely tremendous panel. It was put on by uh, TakeThis.org. Mm -hmm. What all they do, I don't remember off the top I'm, of my head I'm right now. I'm curious about this panel. Like, yes. Um, fill me in. I will try to <laughs> as best as I can with my poor brain. Um and it had like a couple of people from um Dun what was it? Were they from D D or was it were they from Wizards of the Coast? Same. Uh Satine and uh Wizards. Okay, so it was a couple of uh ladies from Wizards of the Coast that were mm -hmm. on the panel. Phoenix the community manager at Wizards of the Coast, and Kate Welch, the lead designer of Dungeons and Dragons from Wizards of the Coast. Did you get that? Yep. Okay. Um, there was also, fuck, who the hell else was on the panel? Dr. Megan and yes. Chris Straub, who is one of the players in the Ack Inc. Uh, C-Team campaign. He pays so much better attention than I do. And it was hosted by, um, uh, Dr. B. <laughs> gotcha. And it kind of went into, um, how the various players kind of used D&D as a way to kind of overcome whatever like traumas they were going through in their life or you know abuse or whatever they could just kind of use D&D as like an outlet to kind of overcome that mm -hmm. which it, it was like all the feels it was absolutely an amazing wonderful panel <laughs> which I know is like a really shitty way to sum it up but it I, I that honestly was my most favorite panel to go to that weekend and it on and it uh, has, I suppose, helped me a bit kind of figure out how to kind of play my character better and try mm -hmm. to figure out, you know, how do I make my character, you know, what's a way that I can do to kind of get into character, you know, this, that, and the other thing. The easiest way for you to get into character is to throw a little bit of yourself in. Right, which I kind of have started doing. Um, I know with... The characters I've played over the um I think the only one I really didn't throw myself into mm -hmm. was when I played uh Star and Spider Crusher. Because he was a barbarian dwarf and he was dumb mm -hmm. as shit and he just wanted to stab <laughs> shit. That's all he wanted right. to do. He was death. I'm pretty sure there's a part of you that really wants to stab shit. Well, I mean Uh-huh. Gotcha. <laughs> but I also think analytically too right versus him where, he's, where it's just like okay so we walk into a room and there's these dudes here what are we gonna do and the group's arguing like maybe we should diplomatize with them or whatnot and i'm just mm -hmm. like i'm just gonna walk up and stab him in the face <laughs> like just so basically you kind of he was the living embodiment of a murder hobo right <laughs> so he was like what you wouldn't like do ever in real life he is what nobody Basically. should ever do ever in any <laughs> life. 
Um, this was all like going off better in my head, and now my 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 mouth and my brain aren't connecting with each other, so fair. I'm coming out a lot less elegantly <laughs> than I had hoped. Um, like I had this all planned of what I was gonna say, and now that I'm actually talking, it's like, well, fuck. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I ruined just, everything. It's just a thing. Um, oh, I also saw a couple that had made the um, um, uh, crow T robot, and uh, fuck, <laughs> god damn it, and um, uh, Tom Servo, and they actually like talked and interacted with oh, each nice. other. It, it was amazing. Very I cool. really should have gotten a photo. I'm kind of mad about that, but they were so well done. I mean, it's it, it sounds very impressive. Like I always oh. love seeing people who have put together a crow and a, and a servo mm -hmm. and even, i think from what i heard servo, i'm fine with you know oh yeah and i think <sighs> they are also going to be making a gypsy and a cambot as well interesting yeah so i'm i kind of can't wait to see photos of that coming out it excites me to no end because i love gypsy love gypsy nice um, even though uh, I think Tom and Crow are my favorites, though. <laughs> that's cool. Um, yeah, that's sort of the long and short of the panels that I did over the weekend. The very long and short of the panels that I went to over the weekend. So I, I hear, and now don't take this the wrong way. Yes. I hear you brought back about five and a half pounds with you. Yes, I did. I brought it back about five and a half pounds of dice. <laughs> For no other fucking reason than a fuck ton of dice. 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 Um, so what essentially started is, like, uh, we didn't really explore the sixth floor too much, which was, like, mm -hmm. somewhere the expo shit. Um, but uh, Level Up uh, Dice was there that um, Anubis knew about. So he wanted to check out what they had there. Expensive as shit dice sets. But, oh my god, they are so pretty in person. I mean, the, so the problem is with, with dice sets like that is mm -hmm. I just want a functional set of dice. Right. I, I want them to be readable. I want them mm -hmm. to roll good. I want them to give me an equal probability. Mm -hmm. That's what I want. Right. So for me, like finding dice is difficult. Because mm -hmm. I mean, I think we, with... we've all bought like sets of like the RPG seven dice sets, you know, right. We've all done that. Did it well, more so now, but yeah, <laughs> but at the same time, like if you research your dice, you know, what's going on. Like the only way, the only way you can get really, really good high quality dice is either a, you pay for it. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there was a company artisan dice that I was looking yes. at a few years ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, they make wooden dice. And I was just like... Uh, Level Up Dice also has wooden sets, which are absolutely stunning. They also have precious gemstone mm -hmm. dice sets. Anubis yep. yep. uh, found the obsidian set. And so I decided to treat him to an early birthday present. And let him get a set. Because he, of uh, one, he didn't even have a set of dice. Like, at all. Yeah, I know. <laughs> The, the the chick that doesn't play really that doesn't really play D and D had two sets already. He had none. 
But um, so I got him a set of obsidian dice, which also came with a nice little like necklace pendant thing made out of the same gemstone. I mean, or the argu- same stone. I mean, arguably for the amount that that probably cost, they better have fucking thrown something else in. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you check a level up dice, you can see like all the different types of sets they have there and yeah. how much they are. They're a lot. They're a little bit cheaper on the con floor, yeah. but not terribly by much. But honestly, I rather would have paid at the con than on the website. Well, they they are, and you go, well, it's not that much cheaper, but then you go, and shipping. Right. So that in itself. I think the set of Obsidian Dice, like, on their website is about 100 bucks, and I paid, oh, is it 90? Yeah. Okay, so I paid a little bit less than that. Yeah. Dice US. Yes. Luxury um, is only a dice roll away. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. It is adorable. Um, I think like how their dice are made, like when they're being engraved, like not the numbers aren't always like set evenly mm-hmm. on the facet, so that way it's like weighted evenly throughout the dice. Gotcha. Uh, smaller rest, right. To make sure that the center of gravity on the dice dead center inside of it mm-hmm. instead of being weighted more towards any one of the faces. Yes. What he said. Thank you, love. The brains. Obsidian <laughs> on the website's 80. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Never mind. Mm. The Indian agate on there looks so fucking pretty, though. I think the opalite is best. Oh, the opalite is so fucking gorgeous. But we got Anubis a set of dice from them, which he absolutely loves, and we're going to be getting some dice dice trays soon. Uh, Not from Wormwood, but we did see uh, Wormwood uh, there who did the the table Mm -hmm. for Critical Role. And like the guys, like the, what was it, one of the guys that actually made the... uh... The designer. Right. The actual guy that designed the table was there. And we got to talk to him for a little bit. It was amazing. Also, they are like the softest velvet tabletops ever. I just wanted to sit there and like rub them all day. And so I'm looking at uh at the one uh, mm-hmm. that Level Up has. Now I'm looking yes. at Artisan Dice. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I'm now looking at Bone Dice because that's a thing. Well, Bone Dice are pretty, man. Come on. I think I have a D20 that isn't meant to be rolled, but it was like, it's a bone die that was in a necklace. And then like the cage like fucking broke broke or some shit. So I have to make myself a new wire cage. I haven't done it, but. And I've had this for uh, over 10 years now, and I haven't like bothered to fix it, which, you know, goes to show how much I really care about it, but um, you know. But we also stopped by the Chessex booth that was there. Mm-hmm. I saw that look on your face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and they had all their sets there. And then they had like two different huge fucking pits. Um, one of the, uh, the fuck is it? The premium dice and then like the not premium dice. So the premium dice are about 50 cents each. And the not premium dice are about 30 cents each. 
Okay. You could also do like handpicked mugfuls or just like random mugful scoops. Or you could also do pitcherfuls. <laughs> the handpicked pitcherfuls are going to be a lot more expensive. So basically, um, I started picking out random dice for myself, I think on like Saturday? Was it Friday or Saturday? One of the days. Um, and I picked out about like 19, 19 different dice for myself. Um, nice. You know, just like three different sets of like, you know, the different, you know, D10, D20, uh, D8. I got a percentile die. Um, D4s. So, and then I wanted to go, and then we went back the next day because I wanted to get more dice because they're pretty. And what turned into what started as handpicking into like one of the small baskets turned into handpicking into a mug, turned into that mug going into a picture, and then scooping the rest from the mug into the pitcher. <laughs> and then we wound up with five and a half pounds of dice. And the dude just kept throwing in handfuls afterwards, too. Is that a purple heart set? Because that's fucking gorgeous. Yes, it is. Purple heart uh, through artisan Ooh. dice for a 103. No, that's artisan dice, darling. Yeah. Uh, because purple heart through uh, uh, level up is 190. Mm-hmm. For the full uh, polyhedral set? For the full yes. seven. Uh, looks like 103 for the full set. Mm-hmm. For the level up? Yes. Uh, through artisan. I have seen these guys before. I have seen them before. Don't they have like an alligator bone something or another dice uh, set? Or am I just hallucinating we talk, things? We talking about uh, Artisan? Yeah. Uh, Gator Jaw. Yes, that's it. I, I've seen this company before and their stuff is so pretty. So yeah, I wound up with almost five and a half pounds of dice, which if you guys don't follow me on Instagram, you should. Uh, at Moriarty underscore time, you can see the, uh, well, kind of the progression on how much dice almost five and a half pounds is. And then you can see what I picked out of that initially. So I've been kind of going through that while we've been talking. So sorry for any of the extra noise. That's all so that's right. the, Oh, yeah, this is definitely the... Uh, the, um, yeah, I, I know, I know this company. Yeah, I mean, that, that set is, yeah, 327, that's... Yeah, but, oh my god. So I have the feeling, like, if I ever go back to PAX, or, like, any convention that has Chessex, this is just gonna be a very terrible, uh, addictive hobby. Yeah. Of getting more dice, because dice... Yeah, I think we actually have more dice than our GM does. Uh, he weighed in at like what four-ish pounds with all the ones he could find. Yeah, with all the ones. He yeah, but he has a bag literally full twelve. Right, which he couldn't find, which kind of drove him a bit, you know, nuts last night. But eh. <laughs> so yeah, I have a fuck ton of dice for no other reason than a fuck ton of dice. Nice. Yep. I, ha I mentioned to my GM that I was going to probably turn some of this into jewelry, and I think I kind of made him die a little bit on the inside. should do it just to make him die even more. 
I'm planning on it. And I found uh, Through Dryad Tea, which I, you know, not sponsored, but she is a fantastic Twitch streamer. She's super gorgeous. And she has fantastic uh, teas that she uh, blends herself as well as uh, pottery that she hand throws and and does, hand makes. But she's a lovely, lovely person. Um, I highly recommend checking her out. And she has these uh, tea balls, the the little tea steeper bowl thingies. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, some of them, ha- she has a uh, dice strung to the end of them. Nice. They're really pretty. Very cool. But I highly recommend checking her out. That's kind of the long and short story of the convention that I went to. I'm glad I went. I'm probably not going to go back due to uh, cost. <laughs> and it is getting super goddamn expensive. And I, uh, can, yeah. I can see if you do go, it'd be like a one day. Oh, absolutely. It would be like a one day thing. I think my co- my cousin, I ran into him as well. Um, he was smart, and he only did the one day. And I honestly, I think if if anything, that's probably what I'd end up doing is like looking to see if there's any leftover Monday passes, nabbing one, and then coming up on a Monday, yeah, and I, just doing shit. I mean, I would. <clears throat> the thing is, it's like I would probably look at like a Saturday, right? Um, but there's also that shitty bit of you know the. Friday through Sunday passes go so goddamn fast. Yeah. Monday is generally like the leftover, you know, redheaded stepchild of the weekend. Well, yeah. I mean, the Monday is like the last of the passes. Like, they're easier to get. But also, right. most of the good stuff's gone already. True. But it also depends on kind of what you want to go there for. If it's to, like, you know, check out game demos, if it's to buy shit, if it's to go to some of the panels. You know, there's something for everyone. I just don't think but, at the price point that it was, yeah. it was really fully worth it to be there the whole weekend. It was nice to spend the whole weekend mm-hmm. and have, like, the full con experience, essentially. That's yeah. why, but, I mean, like, for me, I think that if I were to do Pax West, and maybe, right. like, a two-day. Yeah. And then use the rest of the time to kind of be a fucking tourist. Right. Honestly, I love being in Seattle. I've never been. I really do. <laughs> I have never I'm, been. I'm a little bit. What kind You've of all-you-can-eat barbecue places do they have there? I don't know. <laughs> but I can point you to some lovely uh, coffee and French bakery mm-hmm. wonders. And there's Pike Place itself right across the street from there. Mm-hmm. There is Beecher's, which has the most amazing fucking cheese you've ever had. Mm-hmm. It is so good. Um, but- let's see, there's Poroshki Poroshki down there. Barbecue. <laughs> I know barbecue. <laughs> I know. I am aware. <laughs> it's also the sad fact that we don't have a fucking Cracker Barrel up here, too. <laughs> the nearest one is in goddamn Morgan, okay? <laughs> yeah, well... It is a state away. Well, I know somebody that had Cracker Barrel this past weekend. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the whole crew went all in. That's right. Because uh, Being the Elite came out today, and they were kind of doing the whole behind-the-scenes thing. And... Mm-hmm. Um, Get to see the young bucks going and picking up the parts full of bottled water for the show. Oh God! And then, um, and then you see them going into the arena, holding like a few of them, like holding like a lot of boxes, and they're like, "This is all the Cracker Barrel catering." Oh Jesus! So, but yeah, yeah. This weekend was a uh, a pretty filled weekend. I mean. Mm-hmm. 
the the West Coast had PAX. Yep. The East Coast had Dragon Con and Yep. And the the mid I guess Midwest? Middle of the country? They had all in. <laughs> yes. Arguably three big conventions happening at the same time that weekend. Like it's what a weekend. Fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Um but yeah, I mean it's just I think that like and I've had this discussion a few times, like about conventions and stuff like that. Um, because I get asked quite a bit, like, oh, are you going to TwitchCon? Nah. I don't and think it's worth it in my opinion. My my answer is, well, obviously I can't go right now. Well yeah. Number one. But if I could, I would probably go for one day and then mm -hmm. spend the rest of the time sightseeing and hanging out with people. Right. I mean Disneyland Probably. <laughs> yep. Fuck yep. yeah. Yep. That's what I'd do. Yep. Oh. We're going to we're going to TwitchCon. Oh, cool! What days are we are we going all weekend? No, we're just going the Friday. But this vacation's for a week. We're spending the rest of the time at fucking Disney. <laughs> yep. Damn straight. I mean, I would. <laughs> load up that purse with all the edibles you can carry because we're gonna have the, we're gonna have fun at the magical fucking most magical place on earth. Ah <laughs> <sighs> oh, man, but yeah, no. In, in all seriousness, like it's going to conventions now for mm -hmm. me isn't so much. Um, like it, it's cool to go to the convention and meet the creators, you know. Yes. Yes. Um, it's cool to run into people that you know at these conventions, but besides that, like, like yeah, it's cool to to play game demos and stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. PAX West just seems very because it's it's spread out, you know. Um, yeah, it just seems a bit much for me. Mm -hmm. uh, PAX East is contained in one building. So it's right. just always like, oh, I can go in, and then you got, uh, when you go in, you have Artist Alley, and then at the Expo floor, mm -hmm. um, back at the Expo floor, you have Tabletop, you got vendors there, you got vendors in the hallways, all over the place, you got panels in all the conference rooms and shit. It's, it just seemed like it because you didn't have to do like you did a lot of walking but you didn't do a lot of walking. Right. Um so for me like Pax East was is definitely something I would say like oh yeah, I would definitely do that again. Mhm. Mm I wouldn't do days, but I would definitely do that again. <laughs> right. Like, Boston's a lovely city, you know, but still. TwitchCon, I mean, I hope that they I kind of hope that they bring TwitchCon out of California. I kind of doubt that they will. Yeah. I really do. I mean, they've sent out surveys and shit where it's just like, where would you like to see TwitchCon? And it's like four California cities and then like um, like three or four cities on the East Coast and then like mm -hmm. Texas. And it's like... Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't... If, if they brought it to the East Coast, I would I would be more inclined to go. Because it's mm -hmm. like, oh, hey, I can go. Right. But I also know that if I go, I'm not going to see any of my West Coast friends because they're going to be like, fuck that. I ain't going all the way out there for basically hanging out with nope. motherfuckers. Nope. 
And then I'd be like, but I know a really good barbecue place. And they're just like, you motherfucker. That was totally not what I meant to send you. Not you, but. No. Sorry. I'm going to send you a link. Not you. <laughs> like, Not you. So did you watch and was so was all any of all in like streamable? Could you watch any of it? Um, so the first hour, the zero hour, was on um WGN America. Right. I watched that. And then throughout the week I've picked up like because people are assholes and they decide to go and put the videos up on YouTube. Of course. Uh so I've been watching it that way. Thank you, assholes that put shit on YouTube. <laughs> um, you know, obviously everybody's talking about the uh, the Kenny Omega uh, Pentagon match, which was very well. Mm-hmm. It's a really good match, and then of course the uh, the Jericho appearance at the end. Yep. Um, the fact that the Young Bucks uh, and Coda's match. Mm. Excuse me. Uh, ended with them having like 14 seconds or something mm-hmm. like that before the uh, before the feed cut because they were they ran late. Uh, apparently, Okada and Skrull was amazing. The show in itself, from what I've heard, is really was really really good. Good. Um, for me, like the on the WGN stuff, we we started off with. Um, SCU and um, the Briscoe brothers, and mm-hmm. it was a decent match. I mean, they 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 did good. Um, it was honestly a better pre-show match than WWE's done in a while. Just saying. Oh. Uh, and then we had the over-budget battle royal, um, which. Gave me the feels of of going to local shows and seeing the battle royals uh, there. Mm-hmm. So um, hmm. I liked that. I liked it very much. And um, Flip Gordon ended up winning. Nice. And he ended up because of that. He got booked for All In to go up against Jay Lethal. So I don't know. They finally paid that off. The the pre-show in itself, like, the matches were good, but it felt like... It, I mean, yes, it was a pre-show, so it's supposed to be a commercial for All In. But it mm-hmm. didn't seem like a commercial for All In. It was more of a commercial for Cody and the Bucks. Hmm. That's how it felt. Right. And I was worried that that was the way the whole show was going to go. And mm-hmm. I, I was mistaken. So, hmm. um... It was a great thing for the wrestling industry uh, to, to have a, a show like this happen outside of a major promotion. Um, we had Joey Ryan uh, come out, uh, come out <laughs> as, to a penis procession. Yeah, to a penis procession. Uh, and then we had his uh, his coxman uh, carry a uh, unconscious quote unquote Adam Page uh, to the back. <laughs> mm-hmm. These dudes came out in inflatable dick costumes. It was amazing. It was it was kind of amazing, but at the same time, and then the, the as 
as Adam Page is being carried out, the crowd's chanting, rest in penis. Yep. And I was just like, this is, yeah. This is wrestling. Yep, this is, <laughs> yeah, this is exactly it. Um, Joey Ryan, like, before the event, like, maybe last week, uh, somebody asked him, like, why don't we see you on TV ever? And he's just, he goes, my whole gimmick's about my dick. And I was on, he was on uh, Impact on Twitch. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I did a match, uh, they just showed a match on, on Twitch where I said the word dick like 20 times and you wonder why I'm not on TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joey Ryan, don't ever change. You please keep, don't ever change. Keep it sleazy. Yep. But yeah, it's just... Um, I mean, All In was good. Uh, it's definitely something I need to sit down and actually watch the whole event of. Mm-hmm. But from what I saw, it was very enjoyable. Um, I... They're talking about uh, an All In 2. Mm-hmm. And this was confirmed... Uh, this was hinted at in Being the Elite that released... Uh, on the day of this recording, which is the September 5th. Um, but if you are on Twitch, uh, House of Hardcore. So House of Hardcore is Tommy Dreamer's promotion. They have a Twitch channel. Today he was on Twitch. First off, he was drafting his fantasy football team, mm-hmm. which was kind of fun. Because he was asking the chat, to help him pick, which was cool, and I know nothing about football. And he was mm-hmm. also answering wrestling questions and talking about like his experience with All In and stuff. And then he said, "Yeah, Cody and the Bucks are really talking. Uh, you know, me, Cody, and the Bucks were really talking about All In too, which is basically confirmed that unless they get signed, <laughs> All In Two mm-hmm. is happening. Yep. Uh, because he also did at a later point said, you know, it's no secret that big money offers like." They can't be thrown out yet because they're still under contract, but there is like kind of like preliminary talks of WWE wanting Adam Page, mm-hmm. Kenny Omega, and Cody Rhodes, and well, mm-hmm. wanting Cody back, and um, right. Nick and Matt. They want them. No mention of Skrull again, which makes hmm. me think it might be because of his contract. Maybe. So, um... So yeah, I mean, the Dreamer live stream was interesting, though. It really was. Because, um, I mean, yeah, he was talking about that kind of stuff. He talked about how um, he got food poisoning. Um, talked about why he's not on the Jericho crew. And he kind of kayfabed it a little bit, um, mm-hmm. which, which I thought was great. Because he says mm-hmm. they, uh, he was offered to be on the Jericho crew. And he turned it down. And the reason why he turned it down was three reasons. One, drunken wrestling fans, drunken mm-hmm. wrestlers. And like, those are two legit reasons. Right. And then right. the third reason is because Raven's on the, on the, on the cruise. Oh, really? Yeah. And he goes, I don't want to be on the same boat as Raven for a few days. <laughs> like, I'm Oh God. Like, I'm enough. afraid to know. I mean, they had a, they had a feud that transcended promotions. <laughs> like, well then. Um, started in ECW. Uh, 
it went past ECW. They didn't really dabble in it in WWE, but they never put them in the same spot either. Um, and then in TNA, they kind of did it there too. It was Raven Dreamer like, and you're like, all mm-hmm. right, well, this feud's been going on for like 20 years now, so. Well. Um, and the whole thing revolved, the whole feud started based on summer camp. Uh, the, the, the way the story goes is they both went to summer camp together and Tommy Dreamer was jock and mm-hmm. Raven was like the outcast kid and, uh, and whatnot. And there was also a, as it, as it was said, the fat girl, uh, Beulah McGillicuddy, who ends up coming back to ECW as like this skinny woman and whatnot and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and she's with Raven and so on and so forth and blah, blah, blah. And Dreamer steals her from Raven and so on. It's just kind of this whole thing. Um, the non-kayfabe part of it is that those two actually got married. So, huh. kind of interesting. Yeah? I've been watching so much classic ECW. It's not even funny. <laughs> like, I've been... For the last, since the last time we recorded, I've made it through. I made it from 90 until I'm, I'm in about the middle of 97. Jesus. DW. So I've watched like Dreamer's debut and all the stuff, you know, all that and his feud with the Sandman and franchise do his thing. And now Raven's doing his, got, uh, got Raven's nest and he's got the Bruce brothers. Mm-hmm. He's got, uh, these other guys, Cactus Jack's already been there. Uh, Terry Funk's already been there. I mean, it's just, it's so like I, it, it's so nostalgic for me, you know, mm-hmm. just sitting back and like, going, like I remember this, <laughs> and um, <clears throat> there is something that I uh, that did come out of the the live stream, and yes, I did chat in the live stream, and Not uh, well, I. I worked like 90% of it. And then it was just like certain things. And somebody said like, so when are you, uh, when are you going to go and give somebody a hellacious chair shot? Like you gave to Raven when he was handcuffed to the, to <laughs> the dreamer. And he goes, and dreamers just like, we, you really shouldn't be doing he goes. I will not be involved in any chair shots that there's nobody should be involved in that ever again. And Good. I made a comment. I'm just like, uh, to be fair, I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember exactly what I put, but like to be fair, mm-hmm. any headshot with a weapon should shouldn't be a thing, right? And Dreamer saw that comment and said, mm-hmm. "Well, with cookie sheets, cookie sheets give a great noise and are you know no real threat of damage, right? And uh, the garbage cans kind of fold in on themselves, much like, and I'm just and I'm like, oh, that's fair, you know." And then somebody's just like, but what about what about kendo sticks? And he he went on about kendo sticks. He just oh like, my god! And he's just like a chair. What do you use a chair for? You sit on it. What do you use a kendo stick? It's a fucking weapon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it is a legit weapon. And I'm just like I'm sitting there. I'm like, yeah, those things. No, no. Goes they hurt. All they're meant for is pain. That's it. Yep. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I watching ECW like. 
as uh, as I've been, there's a lot of shots to the head with kendo sticks. There's a lot of shots to the head with chairs. I mean, that was the thing in the 90s, you know? It's just mm-hmm. the way it was. Also seeing Joel Gertner before he became, like, super sleazy <laughs> is really... In- because he was a ring announcer. Right. And it's really interesting. Huh. Yeah. Um, May Young Classic started... Well, started airing. Yeah. Yes, it did. Uh, so there's that. I know we've covered that on a previous episode. No point going over that. Um, I'm pulling up all my... I want to say I'm pulling up my notes, but I'm just actually pulling up... Uh, I'm pulling up dirt sheet sites because there's... Because... <laughs> Going through WWE's site is like a fucking mess when it comes to looking for like um, um, match cards and stuff like that. Right. Um, so for the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, we have, I could probably find that easy on the, on the WWE. Probably. Um, is that the next pay-per-view that is coming the, up? That is the next pay-per-view. Ugh. Yeah. That is... When is it? I think it's the 16th. Yeah, September 16th, because I just had a pop-up come up for it. Well, shit, that's Nibus's birthday. I'll see what I can do. Well, fair. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just... The card itself is shaping up to be decent. Mm-hmm. Um... So what do we have? Though to be fair, we've said it looks decent and had to be total ass before. Yeah, no, I completely get you on that. Um, I mean, the matches that have basically been announced is Charlotte and Becky. Um, Not surprising. Which they're building on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Orton and Hardy in a Hell in a Cell. Uh, Bliss and Rousey. Yeah. Uh, Miz and Maurice against uh, Daniel, Brian, and Brie. So they got a mixed tag going on. Interesting. And then Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman in a Hell in a Cell. <sighs> that is the current what they've announced. Um, that is the current card. Yeah. Oh, don't right. worry. Like two weeks later, we got another fucking show. Uh, we, we do. Yeah. Fuck. What do we have? Uh, Super Showdown. October sixth. Uh, one of the matches is the Undertaker versus uh, Triple H. Really? Uh, yeah. We'll also have the Shield going up against. Uh, Braun Strowman, Drew McIntyre, and Dolph Ziggler. What the fuck? We'll have Ronda Rousey and the Bella Twins against the Riot Squad. We'll have AJ Styles against Mojo. Did I go into a coma? Some weird shit happened. I'm coming out of it, and this is the result? Uh, We'll also have uh, Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. (laughs) Oh, for fuck's sake. And uh, the New Day against uh, The Bar. And Naomi and Asuka against the Iconics. 
<laughs> if you guys can see Maury's face, it is fucking priceless. It's that look of like, what? Huh? Yeah, pretty much. That is exactly my face. When was the last time we actually saw Naomi with like anything? Oh, she's been getting her ass kicked on Raw the la- I mean, on SmackDown the last few weeks by the Iconics. Um, uh-huh. Oscar came in and made the save this past week. Oh, thank God for Asuka. Yeah. At least they're doing something with her, right? Um, and then we have, after that, October 28th, we have WWE Evolution. I hear that that is being, like, vastly undersold. Oh, it absolutely is. There's only two matches booked right now. Oh, jeez. Uh, that I know of. It's only oh two boy. matches announced, um, and that is uh, Alexa Bliss versus Trish Stratus and Lita versus Mickey James. I'm I'm sorry. We have a roster full of women that we can utilize, and we're pulling wool talent. Yeah. Not that I'm against it. I think it's fantastic to bring some of the like you know. Yeah, no, and I, I you bring in Trish, that's fine. Right. Um, but the thing is, like, putting Trish against Bliss is good because that gets her off Rousey. Right. Because Bliss isn't walking away with the title. You know, we know that. Mm-hmm. Um, Mickey James and Lita, they're not. Mickey James ain't doing a goddamn thing. No. So that's fine. Um, but like Nia Jax. Proposed two matches, one of which was against Beth Phoenix. Interesting. Which, the Women's Royal Rumble, they had that moment in the ring with each other. And it was like that neither one wanted to budge for the other. So I can mm-hmm. see that as like a good point to go with. Yeah. But you got, you got the Riot Squad. You have uh, Mandy Rose and uh, Sonya Deville. You have... I mean, you have Becky Lynch, you have Charlotte Flair, which we're probably going to see another one of those in there, too, you know? Yay. Might as well. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they'll bring in some NXT talent. The other thing we're going to see at Evolution, though, is the finals for the Mae Young Classic. Oh, interesting. So, okay. So there is that. That, that is right. a thing. Uh, which was supposed to be Tegan Knox, but uh, she got injured in like her first or second match. And yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. After being injured right before they started the first May Young Classic and having to be pulled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I don't know either. So there was a survey that went out, WWE Network survey. Um, and talking about like new shows um, that may get added, like concepts and seeing how people felt about them. Mm-hmm. WWE Now Live, a live morning show starring, uh, featuring the hottest topics and news in the WWE universe. No. Mm-hmm. History of FCW. While NXT is well known for its uh, to the WWE universe as a starting point for today's WWE superstars, many current superstars starred in pre-NXT Florida Championship Wrestling. 
This is the story of the Tampa-based promotion and its transformation to NXT. I would watch that. Sure. Um, more documentaries uh, focused on specific talent like The Undertaker, Hogan, Flair, Shawn Michaels, and more. Uh, superstar slash superfan. For example, Kevin Owens reflects on his time as a superfan. So it's basically superstars going on about like what got them into the business and when they were a huge mark for the business and stuff. Mm -hmm. I see that as like a, a YouTube, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Xavier's Arcade Challenge. Xavier Woods uh, takes his love for retro game to the finest bar slash arcade in the country. Uh, art bar slash arcades in the country and challenges the WWE universe into one on one competitions. I'm sorry. I'm mm. you could do that on Twitch. Yeah. Uh, WWE cheat day with Becky Lynch. WWE superstars work hard and train harder. See what they do on their cheat day as Becky Lynch and Charlotte indulge on one of the, uh, Becky's favorite breakfast Because <laughs> you know, fuck cafe, man. <laughs> Uh, House Hardy Halloween Special. Go inside the wonderful world of the Hardy family in this oh. delightful short-form scripted sitcom featuring Matt and Jeff Hardy. Yeah. I would actually watch that. <laughs> I would totally watch the shit out of that. Uh, NXT UK. Hottest young talent in the United Kingdom's uh, scene collide on WWE NXT UK featuring WWE uh, UK champion Pete Dunne, Mustache Mountain, Rhea uh, Ripley and other amazing superstars. This is the place to see the most exciting performers from Ireland, England, Scotland, and beyond. And then this one will make you excited. Because Fashion Police Unsolved Mysteries. Yay! Tyler Blaze and Fandango attempt to crack the case of numerous unsolved mysteries that have eluded the WWE Universe over the years. Yay! I saved that, that one. That one's so in the middle of the list. And I'm just oh, like, you saved it for last. I saved it for oh, last. thank you. Uh, but yeah, just like aside, uh, aside from that and the pleasant thought of traveling back, uh, however, traveling back, however, briefly to the time when Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair were still best friends, the real winner here is obviously an ongoing fashion files. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would watch that, too. Uh, there's nothing else they can really do with those two. Not, no, there really isn't, unfortunately. Um, so you remember how we watched uh, that first episode of Glow? Yes. Okay, so... Um, Glow, obviously, the Netflix series is obviously based on the original Glow promotion from the 80s, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. So, uh, and I think we've covered this at some point, Four, but the original uh, Glow creator, uh, David McLean, along with MGM Television, uh, uh, Jeannie uh, Buss, and uh, some others, started a new promotion called WOW, Women of Wrestling, which is now getting a TV deal with Access, which is cool. Huh. Uh, well, they just got themselves a pretty big star. Uh, Access TV's women's wrestling show signs Impact Knockouts champ Tessa Blanchard. Really? Yes. Huh. So, 
But one thing I'll say about this, like, there's a whole press release and whatnot about it and all of that, but Tesla recently signed a long-term deal with Impact. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is, like, a, a good example of what Impact is willing to do with their talent. Because the way, the way it typically goes, and it may still be the same way. I know it was this way with, with, uh, with TNA, mm-hmm. but they would, you know, the, the workers would work like four show four uh, four days uh, a month. And they would tape like TV for like six weeks or some shit, you know, and right. they're free the rest of the time to do whatever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. Um, it sucks when one of them gets hurt during that time. Like, yeah. In between, because then they got all right. Well, now we we've built to this match, and now we can't do this match because this person apparently broke their leg in a boating accident or in a, on an indie show. But um, the Anthem owned Impact under Don Callis, who you may know as a commentator from New Japan, and Scott Demore has been really friendly with letting their talent appear other places. So I'm actually very thrilled by this. It's a great step in the, in the right direction. It is. Um, they've, uh, Impact's had so much ill will towards them over the last year. Mm-hmm. So seeing this is like very refreshing. So... Um, so, oh, okay. Um, the numbers for all in are in. Oh. Final attendance. 11,263. Dang. Yeah. Um, the zero hour um free show basically on WGN America mm-hmm. uh pulled a point eight from the eighteen to forty nine demographic. Which isn't bad considering it was a Saturday, um like six PM Eastern PM Pacific. Um it was the only show on WGN America to finish in the top 150 original cable telecasts for September 1st. So the network's not complaining about it, so that's good. Right. Okay, and uh, the last figure uh, has to deal with merch. Um, so uh, Uh, the last figure uh, I've seen bandied around, uh, about is the one which vowed, wowed me the most, even though I didn't have a frame of reference or comparison point. But indie wrestler uh, Eric Cannon's congratulatory tweet to the Being the Elite trio included a merch sales figure which looks pretty crazy. 417,430 the number of t-shirts they sold um in just 
four months. Jesus. That is pretty nuts. Yep. But yeah, I mean, um, the all-in show was just like, as I said, it's something that I have to go and actually sit down and watch. And mm-hmm. um, the more I read about it and the more clips I see from it, the more excited I am for it. Like, it was a great thing for the industry. Hands down. It proved that you can put on a show of that caliber without being, you know, under the, the New Japan umbrella or being under the the WWE umbrella. Right. So, or any big promotion pr- umbrella. I mean, they sold out, well, they, it was a 10,000-seat th- venue. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's a bit more than that. They added seats. Yeah. But... I don't think Ring of Honor's pulled those. I don't think so either. So that's that says something about them, and that brings up their stock. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, these guys here can. Because let's let's be serious. Ninety percent the the thing sold out before any matches were. Mm-hmm. Before mo- before ninety percent of the talent was announced, all people know right. was Kenny, um, Kenny, uh, Nick, Matt, uh, Cody, Skrull, Cody, and uh, Paige were going to be on the show. That's all mm-hmm. they knew, and the thing sold the fuck out. Yep. Um, and I think they knew Rey Mysterio. Yes. Um, but yeah, besides that, like. Really? Like, that's... You, you announce no matches or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And you're able to sell out that kind of thing. And that's based on their name alone, so... Yes. Which is fantastic. Oh, it really is. Absolutely it. And I'm very thrilled. Because as I said, it's great for the industry. It shows that there's... and, and I mean, I've heard... Um, I've heard workers say this, like, hired... Um, guys you know booker t and what it -hmm. shows that there is life it shows and not only shows but it proves that there is life outside the wwe oh absolutely absolutely so it's life outside the wwe it's life outside of japan it's there you know yep um we won't know about see the thing is like kenny's like when it comes to contracts, Kenny's contract will come out up in January. Um, the Bucks will probably—I think the Bucks are like the end of December, mm-hmm. uh, November, December, something like that. But they may work like date to date after that, right? Um, but we won't know what's going on for sure until maybe uh, end of January, Royal Rumble time. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. Fair point. So, so if they announce an all-in two, like they <laughs> officially announce and go, yeah, we're doing all-in two, it's going to be here, mm-hmm. then we know that they're not re-signing. They're not signing with WWE. Because WWE right. will not let that happen. <laughs> let's, nope. Let's be honest. Yeah. Though, uh, 
Jericho got some heat. Oh, yeah. Jericho got a lot of heat for, uh, oh, yeah. for all in. <laughs> um, so, if you guys had seen the Pentagon Omega match, end of the match, lights go out for an extended period of time. Come back up, Pentagon's laying there in the ring, new tattoos. <laughs> um, gets up, hits a code, hits two code breakers on Omega. Takes off the mask and it's Jer- no. Takes off, hits one code breaker. Takes off the mask. It's Jericho. Hits another code breaker. Leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, and saying, "I'll see you on the boat or see you on the cruise." Right. <laughs> so Jericho being at all end was like one of the best kept secrets. Yes. Um. Because. Like even even Dreamer said it today on, on live stream. I had no idea Jericho was there, mm-hmm. and he, you know, I didn't know he was going to be part of the show. I didn't know he was there. Jericho never told nobody ever told us anything. Not even Jericho. And I've known the guy for how many years, you know? Right. So there was that, and it's mm-hmm. like okay. But well, you got to remember, this goes back to him working with New Japan, where mm-hmm. I won't work in the States. I have too much respect for Vince and blah, 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 kind of stuff. Yeah. Sorry. So the word coming out is he never talked to, to them about Oh, it. no. So they didn't know he was going to show up on all. Oh, Jericho. Oh dear. Um but yeah, it's just if that's the truth, there is a lot of heat on him right now. Mm-hmm. There is a lot. I'm talking like nuclear heat on him. Mm-hmm. Because that is like that is like serving somebody dinner and then pissing in their plate right in front of them. <laughs> it's like here you go, it's a beautiful steak. Let me marinate it for you. Raven, wow. why are you pissing on it? Oh. <laughs> but in this colorful metaphor. Yep. They're the best. I guess, maybe. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. It's a mystery. Yeah, uh, it's an unsolved mystery. Hopefully the fashion files solve. <laughs> Maybe Brisango will figure it out. Yeah. And then he'll critique my attire. You wear, you wear basketball shorts and a bullet club shirt. That is basically your entire wardrobe. Nah, I wear other wrestling shirts. But the basketball shorts, they're comfy. <laughs> they really are. They are. Oh, God. But yeah, I mean, like... um, Outside of, of All In, like, there wasn't a whole lot that happened in the wrestling mm-hmm. world. Because mm-hmm. it was, this past week, this past week and a half has all been about All In. Right. And, I mean, I can, uh, alright, so, I'm going to pull up the results for All In. So we'll go over that like we used to do when we would go over pay-per-view. 
Um, so SCU went over the Briscoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flip Gordon won the uh, over budget battle royal, which we already talked about. <laughs> um, he was um, what is it? He had he was wearing a mask the entire thing, right? And he was knocked out on the outside of the ring. He wasn't thrown over. He was knocked out outside of the ring. Mm-hmm. So like. Boy Ray is celebrating, and um, uh, was it Grace and oh no, uh, Boy Ray eliminated um, Cabana and was celebrating, (laughs) and then an unknown luchador eliminates Boy Ray, pulls off the mask, gets Flip Gordon. Gets themselves a uh, ROH uh, championship match mm-hmm. later that night. Uh, Jordan Grace, the only female in the Battle Royal, was phenomenal in it. Oh, good. She, I mean, I it's it was so awesome seeing her just kick ass in that entire thing. Dreamer was in it too, you know, and Dreamer was nice. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Uh, then we had Matt Cross against Mal- Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Friedman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cross went over. I'm actually not familiar with either one of them, so no idea. Uh, Stephen Amell against Christopher Daniels. I am familiar with Ooh. both of them. Yes, uh, I am familiar with Christopher Daniels because I saw him at a WWE at a NWA. Uh, show in New Jersey at an American uh, Italian Americans building. Oh, uh, also at that show was Mikey Whipwreck, and uh, Mikey Whipwreck was cool as shit. Nice. Uh, my buddy Manny was working Ring Crew that night. Oh, good. Uh, or he may have been a he may have worked as a ref. He, he, I think they had him as a ref that. Night. Not sure. Big shout out to Manny. Yeah, Manny. Manny's a cool dude. Um, but yeah, so. Daniels went over with the uh, BME, the best moonsault ever. Mm-hmm. Um, Fatal four-way, Madison Rain, Britt Baker, Chelsea Green, and Tessa Blanchard. Hmm. Uh, Blanchard went over, uh, delivering a hammerlock DDT on Chelsea Green, scoring the win uh, just before Baker could break up the pin. Nice. Those are all names we've talked about mm-hmm. over the last few months. Chelsea Green, like... Uh, Britt Baker. I mean, Chelsea Green uh, was uh, Laura Van Ness in Impact. Mm-hmm. And she left, and it's just a matter of time before she goes to WWE at this point. Yeah. Um, uh, Britt Baker attached to Adam Cole. That's only a matter of time, let's be honest. Um, mm-hmm. Madison Rain. She's in the, uh, the Mae Young Classic this year. Tessa Blanchard was in the May Young Classic last year, and now she's a uh, contracted superstar for Women of Wrestling. So there was that. Apparently, that match was uh, was really good. So I will actually be on the lookout for that one. Sweet. Um, NWA World Heavyweight Championship match: Cody Rose versus Nick Aldis. Hmm. Um. Apparently, a phenomenal match. This is one of those on my list of things to watch. Uh, Cody went over. 
and is now the NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Yep. Uh, a championship his father held. Yes. So that's actually really cool. It, it is. It Chicago really... Street Fight, Adam Page and Joey Janela. Uh, hmm. Adam Page um, beat him. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Page produced a phone he may or may not have bludgeoned Joey Ryan with. Uh, from there, he delivered the rite of passage from the ladder and through a table to score the win. After the match, Ryan rose from the afterlife and made it made his way to the ring to the shock and off page. Uh, we all know Joey Ryan hit the dick flip, so it's mm -hmm. glorious. He has it on his YouTube channel, so you can check that out. Um. Ring of Honor Championship match between uh, Jay Lethal and Flip Gordon. So they've been playing off. This is like a payoff to the whole um, you've been watching Be in the Elite with uh, Jay Lethal, where like somebody would hit him in the shoulder and he would go from Jay Lethal to Black Machismo and hit him in the shoulder again. Same thing over and over. So this that spot happened so many times in this match. Mm -hmm. Um. Lethal went over um, after being hit again and going back into Jay Lethal mode. Uh, he hit the Lethal Injection and got the, got the cover. It was an all-right match, apparently. And we had Kenny Omega, Pentagon Jr., um, or uh, Penta El Zero. Um, mm -hmm. Omega went over. Hit the One-Winged Angel. Uh, it was a, another phenomenal match. Zuchko Okada against Marty Skrull. Um, was an was a great match apparently. Um, hmm. Skrull grabbed uh grabbed hold of Okada's fingers, and Okada taunted him, saying "205 Live," <laughs> and the villain snapped the fingers and applied the chicken wing. Nice. Uh, Okada did go over with a rainmaker, with two straight rainmakers. So, oh. uh, then the main event, which was Rey Mysterio, Phoenix, and Bandito versus the Young Bucks and Kota Ibushi. Uh, the Bucks went over. Uh, they hit the Meltzer driver. Of course. Uh, it's not saying on who. But they hit the Meltzer um, driver and they went over. It wasn't as strong of a match as the last few, apparently. Mm -hmm. um, like looking at uh, uh, Bleacher Report, like you're looking at it and it's like uh, the like the street fight was an A, uh, Ring of Honor match, the championship match was a B minus. Uh, Kenny and Penta was an A+. Plus. Mm -hmm. uh, Okada and Skrull was an A, and then the main event was, was a B. So, But I think the B- minus is the lowest rating. <laughs> like the, Which, to be fair, isn't that bad. 
Yeah, like the the tag the first tag match was a B plus. They gave it a B plus. The battle royal they gave a B. Uh, it was a B for the uh, MJF uh, cross match. B for uh, Daniels and Amel. The uh, women's four way was an A. Uh, a plus on uh, Cody and Aldis. I mean. It's a solid show. There's, I haven't seen a show get this much critical uh, praise mm-hmm. in a while. So not only did they sell out a a, a, a nice sized venue, a thousand seater, which mm-hmm. you know you think about it like, oh well, WWE sells over a thousand seats at every show they go to. Yeah, they're also getting like the Barclay Center and. The mm-hmm. Staples Center, like all these large fucking arenas, like, um, but their shows, like, you'll see a lot of like D's and C's, you know, like, um, and I see what you you posted there, uh, he he, our our good old because I mentioned two hundred five live, we got to talk about the two hundred five live general manager and manager of the authors of pain. Oh, Drake Maverick, Rockstar Spud, good for yep. him. Yes, him being their manager now makes me think that they're either gonna a kill off two hundred five live. I kind of hope so, or put somebody else in that spot, which would be interesting. Don't know who. I mean, arguably, a cruiserweight division is a nice thing to have. Hmm. Um, but but I don't think it needs its own show that's just the way I look at it have it you know have the the Cruiserweight title be defended between Raw, Smackdown NXT Mm -hmm. have it have it be between those brands we can throw NXT UK in there too and say that's a fourth brand but that's just an extension of NXT right have the, the cruiserweight title trans you know between those three you know I'd be fine with that. It doesn't need its own show. Let these guys do cruiserweight matches on the main shows. Don't relegate them to the network or Hulu. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I don't know, but it's a good look for Spud. Really, it yes, is. yes. He, he looks like. Uh, he looks like uh, somebody cosplaying as, as a member of the AOP. Mm-hmm. It's kind of adorable. It is kind of adorable. It's, it's, it's like going to a wrestling... It's like, he's Izzy. He is Izzy. Izzy would cosplay as Bailey. He's cosplaying as a member of AOP. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense. She's wrestling now, too, by the way. I know. That's... Um, yeah. I don't know how to feel about it. I really don't. Me I mean, good for her. Follow your dreams and whatnot. But you're like 12 years old. No. It's just. I don't. I don't. I mean. She's. Yeah, wrestling is for everybody, but at the same time, come on. Yeah. Like, there's safety concerns and stuff. 
um, that you have to take into account for, for that, you know? Um, there's a lot of training that has to go into it and, and everything, but just... not saying you know, crush a girl's dreams because that's not what mm -hmm. you want to do. No. But just shouldn't shouldn't be wrestling at this this point. Maybe a few more years. Like I would say like if you want to if you want to start wrestling um I mean by all means do the training and get the training under your belt and become proficient in that sense. But then mm -hmm. working shows like 16, 18, you know, most promoters will not book somebody if they're not 18. So you've really limited where you can, where you can work. So, yep. Yep. That, that's for you, Izzy. <laughs> this time's just flown by. Jesus. I cannot believe that it's a red. Yeah. About the hour and 40 mark. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I think that's a good point to wrap it up. Yeah. I would imagine so. Yeah. Got to get this the show notes and the thumbnail and all the other stuff done and get it uploaded. Oh, um... One thing that I wanted to, because I mentioned this earlier and I got into it, and I said I would get into it. There will be a change to the video portion of not only Gimmick Bag, but Pod Errors. Which has decided, in all their infinite wisdom, <laughs> that unless you're an affiliate, you can't mm -hmm. do premieres and you can't do reruns. Yep. So, Gimmick Bag will still be uploaded to the mm -hmm. Twitch page. However, however, it won't be live. It won't be the uh, the, the noon Eastern, nine AM Pacific uh, time slot we've been doing. So it's now it'll be uploaded. Um, pretty much a couple hours after the audio version goes up. But this also affects the, um, the YouTube version. So the YouTube version will now go up the same time as the Twitch version. So there is that. We no longer have to worry. Because if they're going to go and bend us over uh, about this and say, oh, you can't do premieres anymore because we feel that there's not a way to grow your channel. Listen, we're doing this as kind of like a TV network, as opposed to saying like, "Oh, this is this is us streaming the content." <laughs> um, you know, I I enjoy running the broadcast and hanging out with whoever decides to pop in. I enjoy that. That's that's fun for me. That's a good way for me to kind of spend time with the community while the episode airs, get feedback, and. Mm -hmm. And now Twitch is like, nah, that's nah, good. Nah, don't don't worry about it. So the two things that might happen is one, if there is a if there is a premiere, it may end up being on my main Twitch channel, which means two uploads, uh, upload 
to my channel and then upload to the other channel. Because why the fuck not? <laughs> um, or just, you guys are just going to get a, like a VOD version on Twitch. But as I said, the, um, the YouTube version won't have a 24-hour delay on it anymore. Be getting it, like, you guys will be getting it on the 6th um, when, it, when it debuts. So there's that. But anyway, guys, thank you very, very, very much for checking us out. Hopefully you guys didn't forget us. Thank you, by the way, for all those wonderful people that have been getting the, the episodes through uh, iTunes and Stitcher and Radio Public and TuneIn. You guys are great. Like, I looked at the last month's numbers. I, I don't ever look at numbers. But I was looking at the numbers for the amount of downloads. And it was just total downloads. It wasn't like, oh, well, it was just downloads for, like, this episode or that episode. But I looked at the total downloads between the two shows that I personally mm -hmm. host, and mm -hmm. I was blown the fuck away by you guys. So thank you. Seriously. If you want to, yes. if, if you, as, a, you know, as we said at the beginning, want to help support the, uh, the show, probably queue up music. Um, if you guys do want to help support us, you can. And do multiple different things. Uh, there is our Patreon, patreon.com, Precipice Podcast. There is our sponsors, links in the show notes. That's uh, Sideshow Collectibles, Gary Poppins Gourmet Small Batch Popcorn, um, Breezy.com, and uh, Vigilante. You guys can go and uh, get the promo codes in the uh, show notes, click those links, and then of course, Loot Crate link in the description as well. You guys are great, awesome, wonderful, terrific, and greatly, greatly appreciate any and all support you guys do give us here on the Press with Podcast Network. If you are inclined to do so, visit the new shop, tpublic.com slash user slash the precipice. You can get all of our merch there. It's nice to say that. You can get all of mm -hmm. our merch. Not just like you can get some of it. All of it. You can get all of it there. And, uh, yeah, support the personality you My fingers slipped. <laughs> <laughs> my earbuds started slipping, and, like, while I'm trying to do that, my hand went to the right and just spiked the music. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you can support the, the, the Presswiz Podcast Network personality you, you like the most by purchasing their merch. So, thank you guys Yay. once again. Um... We will hopefully catch you again next week for another gimmick bag. And until then, we'll see you. Good night, everybody.